Telemetry recovered. This episode is sponsored by Fossil Stuff for indestructible frames and all your racing suppliers. Good evening and welcome to Let's Drone Out. Who have we got tonight? We have got Jack. Hello. We have got Jay. Good day. We have got Ed. Good day. And we've got Adam. <laughs> Hello. And I am Frank, or producer Frank, Andrew, whatever. It all works. So today uh, our big focus uh, is going to be on Jay's recent experience. He's been running a couple of events, I believe, or at least part of a couple of events based around using drones to bring interesting STEM skills to kids. Uh, <laughs> you could say that, yeah. Um, there's been a few events that I've done. But uh, do you want to talk about the events now, or do you want to... Yeah, straight into dr- yeah, jump straight into it, yeah, I well, think. Well, the last so event. What, the last one that I've heard about was Bed Bedpod, was that right? Uh, Bedpod. Well, yeah, this area of the country, Bedford, uh, has occasionally pop-up shops, and they thought for British Science Week they'd get um, different science acts in. So uh, there's the Bloodhound Gang that joined into this Science Week. It's basically one day, and um, the fastest rocket car or something they were famous for. But I was approached a little while ago just saying if there's any t- geeky, techie people out, and so I, I responded, uh, doing my bit of community service, and basically then tailored... What was to be, be clear, a... that's voluntary community service, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but and um, also to be clear, that's Bloodhound SST and not the Bloodhound Gang that, that no, might yeah, no, be known for car. other reasons. I it's the Rocket Car Group. I, I haven't really followed them. I think they're quite local to here. That's why they got involved. But it was a collection of different things on different science things. And uh, what was going to be programming in Scratch on a Raspberry Pi, which is possible. I just thought, well, I, I also fly, you know, drones and commercially. So we tailored something around that, and the, the, the lead-up to the event where it was going to be a series of workshops and presentations throughout the day and the kids get to fly it, the original idea that conceived that they'd fly through a course because there was some competition element, um, later turned into just flying a, a hubsum, but, yeah, with, with safety precautions. Uh, and on the day, I think Jack's in the uh, chat room. He did help out in a massive way on the day. Uh, from running it and getting getting safety sorted, so yeah. But no, it was, it was an inspiring thing to be able to uh, share this with a different audience. And these kids signed up for something that was science related, and potentially going to fly a drone. And a lot of them did. So I'm hoping some, you know, take it further and maybe give Luke Bennett to some competition in the coming years. So. <laughs> Young blood. So how did the whole how did the whole event work? Was it like just one long day of this workshop of kids no, doing any things, or were they doing other things as well? Um, well, on the day there was all sorts. I mean, I I didn't get any break, or Jack and I didn't get any break from the moment we started about eight o'clock in the morning until we finished at five thirty, nonstop. And the event was quite uh, popular. The whole event that was running. But people were just walking in halfway through the sessions and wanting to join in. And at one point, uh, the room was full of people. But because we were hosting, like, we, we basically gave a talk about how they work and just how, you know, talked about them and the safety and, and what they can be used for. Um, we'd show some videos to inspire them, like Luke Bannister racing or some uh, freestyle from Schizo. And then just let them have a go. Because there's no way you can actually otherwise introduce it to kids. They need to have a go. But what we found on the day was the adults wanted to have a go just as much as the kids. And I think the adults <laughs> signed them up. Just have a go themselves. Yeah. 
Let's I've noticed that uh, flying in the fields, just with you know, with our quads going. When uh, there's like a, a dad and his kids coming around, and he's, he goes, "So uh, for my kids who are interested, uh, how much are these? How do you how do you get into them? It's, it's always for the kids, but I, I suspect it's probably not just for the kids. Hmm. Cool, but you, you found that as well on, on these events. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, um, we, we use the tried and tested method of hub sounds, and I said. You know, if we get a couple of hub sounds thinking we're going to have just a handful, um, we could essentially get kids to fly them and they can walk away saying they've had a go. Because that was the, the ultimate thing. Did they have yeah. something they could take away, even if it was just an experience? Um, but at the end, after the kids were flying and the parents, the, the amount of sales that would be made at that point is <laughs> like, well, this is a wrong business venture. I should have been selling these things. Because people do want to get a hub sound. And the hub sounds fly, they crash, they still fly, they crash, they still fly. And that, as a for a parent to see, it's like, well, I don't mind spending some some money to get my kid in that, and you know, it's, it's... it certainly was the one I always recommend to people who are like, oh, my kids have seen this. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 before some of them started, we had some stories about people losing them trees and power lines, like an uncle or a friend of a friend. <laughs> yeah, it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, the hub sounds though, we were lucky enough, we were sponsored by uh, Harper Trust uh, that uh, works there and um, we got quite a few hub sounds. So even though, though some, some uh, did finally get cut out, uh, out of action, we still had some others to keep the day going. Really Jay, good event. How did, the, how did the event come about? What was the motivation for it? And did someone approach you or did you come up with the idea and approach it? Well, a long time ago, um, there was a, an outstanding teacher I used to do a lot of work with. And she actually asked me to go into a school to do an aerial photography for a day. And she, she, she is a smart teacher, dragged me into the classrooms to answer questions to the kids. Um, and that went down a storm. And that, that was a buzz. And I thought, well, she, you know, that was that was pretty good that you can at least present information to you know these younger people and we actually set an age limit on the course itself for at least 10 because that's when they start to at least understand the technology and how it would work um but all sorts of ages are turning up but it was through the kids actually realizing that there's no other way to get into these things other than eventually convincing the parents to buy one who have probably been influenced by media to a degree or the expense um it was a good way to at least provide as an option. And it, it kind of evolved from the original one where it was a Q and, uh, question and answer. And that's going back about two years or so. Um, it was not so much just a question and answer and how could the, you know, how, how could people have a go themselves in a contained and safe environment? And so what evolved from the start as to just perhaps have some people, uh, kids racing through a circuit turned into how do we cordon off a whole area um, so it's safe to do this with no people, you know, with no skill. How much um, health and safety paperwork and the like did you have to do? Oh, the council had a lot. So there was a lot of run up to do this. And the final solution worked a treat. Um, basically having netting out. You have to have netting because that's, yeah. it's, it's the only way to do it. But netting is incredibly effective. Incredible. It does, it does a trick. Oh, I, I had to Except do an event with speed. drunk adults, which I guess is similar to children. Yeah. Um, and that involved a lot of health and safety and netting and, and forms to be filled in. Um, yeah. Well, that in, in addition to sometimes um, giving people a simulator, because we had a couple of simulators set up around the room. So we had FPV uh, Freerider. We had a competition running on the screen where if they, who did the best on uh, liftoff around a track. 
it was um yeah it was, a, it was an interesting sort of uh how they could at least have a different goes in different areas like fly one for real simulate a race or you know yeah awesome was it a fairly inclusive day was um all the kids managed to get a go and yeah i mean there's essentially about a 20 minute window to fly so let's face it when you're flying a couple of minutes seems like a long time anyway so no one ever really wanted to have a, not have a go the only troubles we had was in the middle of the day when people were just walking into the room because there's no nobody saying wait a minute this is only a, a pre-booking thing you have to book onto it um that's when it's getting harder to manage and and i think the people realized that they, they were pushing in and so eventually it calmed down again and people then walked off but so the thing when you've got people who are pushing in some of them realize they're pushing in and they back off some of them realize they're pushing in but they're the kind of people who are going to take it you know they're going to push anyway game theory yeah <laughs> you can't fault either one <laughs> what way did you choose <laughs> yeah. so have you got any plans for to, to repeat the exercise um yeah i mean the, around this area there's someone that's quite proactive they ran a thing called a fun palace last year which is a science orientated thing but rather than just the stem the sem um it's more around the steam idea that introduces art into it yeah because, and even um, on the DJI website under their education bit, they, they say it's an art in itself, even from the, the creative aspect of what you can use these for. But how do you teach a whole discipline of uh, flying and Arduino and everything in a small space of time? It's not necessarily easy, but you can at least inspire them in a way to uh, want to find out more. Perhaps you could... Um, so was uh, that something that you covered a bit then with, about sort of the the electronic side of things and what goes into it like as a little taster of what people well, I, can I kind of, maybe get I mean, into um most people and kids definitely kids have heard of a raspberry pi so i kind of introduced that you can even get a board that plugs onto a raspberry pi to make that raspberry pi do everything that you want and said about some of the electronics but didn't go into detail and I think that's how they relate. Yeah. They see some things and relate, oh, I know a Raspberry Pi. I even know someone who has a Raspberry Pi, you know. So um, yeah. the one thing I did try and stress was safety. Because uh, let's face it, if you, you know, they aren't supposed to fly just anywhere and things, and the safety of these things needs to at least be got across at some point in the excitement. Killjoy. Oh, we, are all, we are all such killjoys when we're explaining stuff. I know, but there were, yeah. Uh, Jack I don't think happy. it's necessarily a killjoy thing of just saying at some point you will crash. But that's, no, but that's, that's not the safety thing, is it? Managing You're, expectations. You, you always have to go and tell them all the rules because, you know, you feel responsible for the hobby. And it's the right thing to do. But every, uh, a lot of the kids or a lot of the parents will be like, you mean I can't do it in my garden? Or, okay, you know, if you're always... you checking out the canvas uh, down at ThursdayNightShow.com uh, page, uh, this is a series of photos where um, an adult got involved and she starts flying, yeah, innocently enough. Um, but the reason you do need the safety uh, is because these things can hurt if they fly straight towards you. I'm super sad here because I'm doing this on an iPad and I don't have the camera. Uh, well, the last picture now, in this, <laughs> if you can see that, the shock of everyone's faces apart from the person flying as it's caught in the net, just... Inches away, well, not far off from the heads. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun day, and I'd highly recommend it. There's another thing in October. Um, 
and it's doable as a format to introduce people to what is current technology and what is current even topic of conversation uh, in the world. Yeah. Mm. That actually looks like Top some work. really good netting you've got in there and that it looks, you know, it's worked well in the photographs. Is that? Yeah. Do you have any details on that? I'm just looking at that and that looks really interesting. It was garden pea netting because it's cheap and plentiful. So How did, um, was it something you could use again or by, when you took it down, was it all chaotic? Uh, no, no, I mean, you could use it again. Often it's hard. You, the, the chaos is trying to fish them out of some of the, you know, when they're wedged in there, looped around. Because when, the reason I was taking, uh, particularly taking an interest in that is that on Saturday I was at the Maker Faire in UK in Newcastle and there was, you know, there's obviously going to be some droning and there was there a little box net um, there that was for MicroDrone 3.0 and they were doing little battles in there of just flying them at each other and whoever was still flying after two minutes or something mm. was, uh, you know, won the round or whatever. Exactly. And it was, you know, there, it was fairly superficial, but it was quite fun to watch, especially if you, you know, you weren't, you know, particularly not, you know, if you if you, this was the first time you'd seen this sort of thing, it was uh, pretty good. Um and one of the big problems with it was no one could really see what was going on because the netting was just such thick corded stuff that you couldn't really see unless you were standing right up next to it. So seeing the netting in there, that could make a big difference to these sort of events, I think. Did, yeah, does I mean, anyone... that's not for any heavy-duty uh, <laughs> netting. But also the colour does make a difference. I think with it being green and quite a light green, it washes it out better with the background than a black one would have. Um, does anyone remember the triangle event where uh, in Burgess Hill? Do you remember like they they put yep. netting up that was like you know gym netting and stuff, which was really high quality and super thick. And uh, the trouble is with small race quads is they go very fast, and the inertia was enough for it to punch through the net and drag it closer to your face. That was quite scary. So I like that you use like smaller quads and that. So it's a bit. But well, that sounds thing. like you could have an excellent game of chicken. Oh man, how it close was... you could get to them. We, we... They, they recommend badminton netting, don't they, for like mainstream events? I, I mean, to let's drone out, and we're talking about netting. I know. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, do you want to yeah, move yeah. on? Yeah, well, at least, at least that is slightly on topic compared to some of our previous strays. I tell I you one thing. Yeah, we are again. talking about organising events, so. But with the netting, we did actually have, I mean, there was probably 60 people that had, a, at least 60 people that had a go that day. Um, and one of the flights, one decided to go above the lights and, you know, make it outside of the netting area. So there's always things you can't. <laughs> there's always one. For. Yeah. But netting's a good start. Yeah. On the, on the, um... And did the Hubsons stand up all day? Like, were they still flying, yeah. all flying by the end of the day? Pretty much. I mean, they, their arms yeah. break and snap back together, so... You know what I mean? The, go through. When they um, launched, we had a the rotation. Phantom, a lot when they launched phantoms. the Phantom, did they use netting and stuff? It, they were flying it around indoors, weren't they, at the launch event? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, anywhere you're flying monster rotors, now they have netting. Yeah, but they did it in America, so I, I just wondered if they did. I only ask because I've been asked to fly a drone indoors in front of an audience, and they're like, "Oh, it's a big room. You won't need a netting." Um, I, yeah. yeah. I, 
And it's not that big a room. Do you remember the, the Royal Institute lectures that you get on at Christmas? They used to show for science nerds. They're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's, yeah, that room. But um, it depends on what size you're flying, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but the, um, it's broadcasters, so they're going to want to see something with a decent camera, and they're going to want to see the camera feed. So there is a really good TED talk um, where the guys talk combining artificial intelligence and drones, and the visual upshot is that they're pretty much doing the uh, flying equivalent of uh, formation swimming, and they dim the lights, have LEDs on these things, and it does look really, really good. I've seen it. It's amazing. It is amazing. Um, and they hold they, a net. safety nets there, sunshine. <laughs> they're just going for it. I was, I was quite impressed with with how they did it. So um, if we, if we, if anyone out there in listener land knows knows of that event and knows anyone who organised it, if you could uh, pass their details through and see how they got through the health and safety, that'd be awesome. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I suppose just get everyone who comes to sign a waiver. So or give them crash hats. I, yeah, I've not. Well, bought, just uh, that, actually, that is quite a clever idea. <laughs> give them no. no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, real unrealistic seats. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we can, or we could just get the kids to fly carrier bags. It'll be cheaper and less deadly. Well, these people will hopefully be broadcasting professionals and, you know, responsible. And I'm going to ask them to avert their eyes if a propeller gets near it. F- FP- <laughs> FPV League, Thomas Greer. Assume the crash position. Yeah. Says waivers don't work. Very good. Oh, my God. Joey, have you ever had any interest in building yourself a uh, nano drone? You know, a nano quad with a brushless board driver like the Beef board or, you know, using, like, the Hubson motors and the... Because you can get the ultra-micro FPV module with the camera and VTX built in. I think um, Quantum make it. Yes, yeah, I mean, like, Jack's uh, FPV is Hubsan. It's, it's getting smaller, isn't it? It's oh, getting, getting to the point where it's going to be compostable, but only if you They can. can't be cost-efficient, though. That's the thing, isn't it? If you're building the, the, you know, 250 and up, then you can save money. But those little ones, they're quite good prices. Yeah, but the, the cheaper, flatter, thinner TVs cost more money when they first come out. And, uh, you know, I, I when I first started flying quads about... Four or five years ago, it was um, I don't know, about four fifty yeah, yeah. centimeter. No, but I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I mean, now you know, to to build the tiny ones, I don't know. Maybe my hands are just not good enough for it. No, right, sooner or later you'll be putting yeah, together uh, tweezers. That's that's the difficulty, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Guess who got a run cam? And guess who was flying a lot? recently and guess who's been watching someone we know someone's uploads i know and there's more that i've like thought i'm not gonna upload but oh it's such a difference i know i i was gonna go if i was following um suit with adam i was gonna be like guess who's been sat in a playground playing with himself (laughs) 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 and i'm sorry but uh no carry on jay tell us all about it what you what you flying what's it working what's going on yeah, you know what? It's just a cheap. It, this little quad has done everything. Um, I mainly because it was a two fifty that I originally built to just throw around the field, but it's lit up like a Christmas tree and danced around the sky and stuff. And um, yeah, at the moment in the current incarnation, though, yeah, it's with the run cam and just doing some of my FPV. But I'm really late. I'm like a noob to FPV now, really. Whilst I've been flying for a few years, 
um, I've never really invested in the FPV side of things. And maybe because I went professional for a bit and uh, yeah, but I'm loving it now. I can't get enough. Morning, lunch and night. I hope yours is orange. Um, it is. And at first I thought, who ordered me orange? Why did they get me orange? But it's the best thing ever. It's awesome. Yeah. It looks like those uh, Lassie <laughs> hard drives. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a trash quad, but she she flies well, and the whole run cam mount is attached with zip ties. It's kind of a work of art, with an angle, just perfectly done and smooth video. I don't call it a trashy quad that that rides well. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) only because she keeps on getting bits. Like she even has a USB mini port, so if I ever need to charge a camera, because my batteries are all duff, you know, she's just she's a bizarre flyer, but she does well. You've done. Like for anyone who's like, it's just a cra- trashy quad. You've done to, you've done a lot of things with that. You know, like yeah, it's produced art and stuff. It's made photos and things. And... Absolutely, you know, you for for someone who's just got like a, a standard quad, like you know, who doesn't feel like they've got anything special. That thing has done so much. You've got so much mileage out of it. And and that's the thing I've liked about it. Ever since I got the upgraded Thug Arms, it said, she's just been a dream. I wish you. I wish you told me about those because I got a set of thug arms. You could have had. Well, you can buy them so cheap. I've got hundreds, oh. <laughs> and I don't even go through them. So yeah, but no. I mean, that she's actually the one that made the photo of the Let's Drone Out kind of old yeah. you know, background logo. So she's had a lot of mileage. You're right. What do you think of the new artwork? Are you going to be flying her at International Drone Day? Well, she's probably going to have a first race. My first, well, at least qualify. Yeah. Yeah, it should be fine. Have you got a bit... There what, we go. what ESCs are you rocking on that? Um, they're just the DYS-20s. I mean, she's she's nothing special. It's just 1806 mode. It's just so simple and small and understated. Yeah. Ed, is that your wife washing up or making dinner? <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, that's my cat. My cat has been... I've been... Whilst you've been talking, I've been moving <laughs> the keyboard and my mouse, and uh, she's being a pain in the backside trying to... I think I think she wants a second supper, but she's not getting one. Uh, cats can stay. Look at cat dad over there. That reminds <laughs> me of something. If if uh, I I can't play it because I don't want the sound to bleed. But if everyone just types in cat dad into YouTube and click the first thing, it should be some guy wearing a cat mask, and it is the funniest thing in the world. Cat dad. Yeah, it is the best. Sorry to ruin the flow of the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, like lawnmowers, ESC lists, and cat dad. We've lost the audience now. <laughs> Never with YouTube. It is netting. Don't, don't forget the netting. Don't worry. It's, 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 going, it's yeah. going towards something. And uh, that thing I'm going towards is you guys earlier when we just sat around chatting and not really going anywhere, you guys were talking about all aboard the hype train. And uh, HD yeah. video with the zero latency. Oh, Has yeah. anyone got any yeah. thoughts oh, no, on that? Not zero, but close enough. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. My, my pet peeve with marketing claiming zero latency when it's physically not possible. It's it's just yeah. So it's like like the frame rates on a telly. It's whether it's really noticeable or not. And if they get close well, to non-noticeable, that's well. Or that's, or you just change the scale of measurement. Like if you measure it in years, it is zero. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, well, with enough places, Adam. <laughs> I think exactly. 
think we could. Uh, I think the that. milliseconds is the key, though. <laughs> well, it, well, the thing is, even over a milliseconds, you're going to travel a distance, aren't you? So, if you're doing proximity yeah. flying, there is. If the latency is sufficient, then for those those of you guys out there who are skilled enough through the trees, might come a cropper. Um, yeah, that's my problem with it. But um, I, I'm, I'm at the same time. I'm ultimately curious. Because they are making a lot of noise. Um, do we know anyone who's tested it over here? No, no, we don't. Is any of us? Is anyone here a oh. fan of the graphene batteries? Has anyone been like, you know, I've got some graphenes. I love them. Um, Jack loves them. I've been meaning to buy some batteries because I need to get some, and I've been tempted by them. Do you like them, Jack? I I, I tested one, and yeah? mm, Greer reckons he's done the older Connex stuff. What do you think? I, yeah, I see batteries. Yeah, Who's on, got Greer. any batteries in Still stock at the moment? Yeah, yeah, Radio C. Drone lads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when, when are they coming in? And KISS stuff is on, on short supply at the moment. Yeah, uh, Chris, G, Chris G agrees with me. Yeah. We, we're still well, waiting. I still stuff. think that um, it'd be nice if it was, you know, we can achieve that dream of higher definition, and it's just progress. I think it'll happen. Um, it's just at what point is it affordable and starts becoming mainstream? It's just like the old radio frequencies has moved to two point four, and then you know things progress over the years. What I want to know is why they're using linear antennas. Yeah, t- Thomas Greer says it's near zero, so that's that's hopeful. I don't, I don't believe you. And it is sorry, it's but it doesn't encoded. Compete. Hmm. Yeah, but so it's, it's encoded it's, and decoded. It's a proper. It's a, di- it's a digital signal. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't believe it. No, but it's going to come out at a high price, I think, and slowly drop over the year. I think it'll be an interesting six to twelve months of what happens with the because let's face it the the stuff that's out now is more than adequate and that should hopefully become more accessible or cheaper and that's that's a positive all right it's it's definitely a step in the right direction i mean it's um if you follow elon musk at all his his whole methodology with his development is he he releases to those that can afford first they pay for the development um, then he's, he comes down a notch um, in terms of affordability and it's happened with his latest car. It's got a bit closer to the mass market. Um, it, in fairness, he didn't exactly yeah. prevent, uh, invent that model, did he? Did what, sorry? He didn't exactly invent the early adopter model. No, 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 not at all. But it's it's he's very good at talking it up. Um, and it's I think it, often with these things, it can be how you frame it. Um, so I, I'm... I'm hoping. What I'm hoping is that the FPV system, sorry, comes out, and the obviously the racing is getting more and more popular, and we're going to see some of the mini air show in a few weeks. But um, the, the the money behind the racing is getting better. So perhaps the event organisers will get sponsorship to run that system as an event system. That may be where we see it really take off. Is the events first? Yeah, sort of like a luxury of we get to use that at a show like the mini air show and it's almost like field testing it you know because if it works well at, at an event you know like you're, you're just bringing in because like for instance right you own a set of fat shark goggles yeah so 
you've got those and there's no way you're going to have a module for them do you know what i mean so then you're bringing a tripod and then you're bringing an external uh receiver but if you go to an event and you can just turn your receiver off and your channel's all locked in and no one else can disturb you and it's a clearer picture that's going to be great Say I uh, decided to fit this then, how much is it going to set me back? We don't know yet, do we? Yeah, a tenth of no, mate, yeah. apparently. Find out. Less than a grand, apparently. Less yeah. than a grand. Yeah. yeah. It sounds US. like uh, Jay was pretty close with his guess earlier of 400 pounds. 999. Expensive goggles is what they'll cost. Why don't we place bets here? Yeah, I think okay. that would be funny. <laughs> Tenner each, we'll guess the price, closest one wins. At least that way. Wins a free one. Oh no, hang on, we can't afford that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it just nine, nine days to the air show? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Oh man, that's scary. Nine days. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. Team yeah, poo I mean, for the win. Wow, nine days is within weather forecast territory. No, not oh, really. Not, not reliably. <laughs> not reliably. Not, not no. this time of year, no. <laughs> no. Not when it's snowing up over parts of the UK. Oh, I just, yeah, I know. It snowed in London yesterday. Yesterday? Day before. Day before. It was weird. Yeah, so um, running the airwaves down there, we've got the, uh, I think, the, the uh, frequency for the local FM radio, 87.7, I think, for the day, two days. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really good. You're going to be there, Ed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to enter the race, which is going to be hysterical. I've bought pink colours, <laughs> especially for the race, just yeah. to man it Ooh, up. You <laughs> are Brighton. <laughs> I, I got I got um, some pink props as well. Crashing, which is going to be great. Um, this is this is actually my first event. I'm I'm really really well, excited. It's my first that. event, and it's kind of fun to be doing it. Actually, it, I feel a bit of a fraud sat here talking on this radio show when there's you know many thousand better pilots than me. But um, you know, it, it's so you're talking. Skills are excellent, and that's all we need. It's something you learn, isn't it? Flying FPV is just something you learn. So, the longer you do it, the more the better you get, generally. So I, I think that's the flying, I'm... flying the FPV, FPV bit is fine, but I could just do with the air gates being about 200% bigger. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um... Uh, great. Yeah, or just not that. <laughs> At the beginning yeah, of the yeah. show, just a drag race. Just flags to fly around. At the yeah. beginning of the show, Thomas Greer in, informed me that I had 14 points in the FPV league. So, like, well done. Yeah, well, uh, well done. Is, is that that's, good or is it like on that, your license? That's one lap. <laughs> you got books for speeding in a quad. No. Um, by the way, uh, uh, Voice of Doom just wants to point out that we will be on 87.7 FM. So, so the live and tune in on their car radio and stuff. So. Yeah, so uh, Let's Drone On will be live on FM. You'll be able to tune in or bind whatever you guys want to... For, for those of you who remember radios, that's oh. what you can do. Yeah, and 25 that, milliwatt one, one, transmitter yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely. You're a total fun be, killer. Yeah. God, even at the FPV League at the... Um, at Whitechapel? No, the, um, the Drone Nationals, they, they had an exemption for t 200. Ah, right. So I just okay. like to point and them we out. We'll be on 25 for the mini air show. Yeah. yeah. With okay. an FM radio, no 20. I know you can't just change the sticker. <laughs> okay. okay, so along with batteries and KISS related products, who's got 25 transmitters in stock at the moment? Because I've been searching all week. What's uh, up? 25 watt. <laughs> <Not Yeah. me. laughs> it's just everyone's sold out. 
Don't, don't you have one already? No, I'm trying to get one. It's not successful. Yeah, I have one. I know it would be nice to have a spare, but I only have one. We sell them at Radio C. See, what, what, are they in stock? I've yeah, up. yeah, the FX ones. You have to specially order them. Uh, what, so they're in stock, or you have to? Yeah, yeah, there's some on the shelf. Okay, uh, well, can you reserve me one, please, Jack? There's plenty. There's, I think I've got one of those, so I've got to somehow check whether it is on 200 or 25 if at the moment. If the wire and is left whole... Or... Someone should be buying all the 25 milliwatt transmitters and taking them down and selling them on the day, because... Yeah. <laughs> Jay is a true businessman. Yeah, so if the wire's, <laughs> if the wire's intact, it is 25 milliwatt, and if you cut the wire, then it's 200. Okay, there they are. Ofcom will kill you. Only have twenty-five milliwatt license. I, I still, I still don't get that because I have been flying with other people that have had two hundred, and I've been having that without the wire cut, and it still worked perfectly fine for me. So either you've got magical powers, either magical powers, <laughs> magical or something, or yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but either that or just haven't been flying far enough away with everyone else. Maybe you know, it's a placebo. If, everyone should Maybe. flatten you with 25 mil. Yeah, if they got so. like 200 or 600, they should absolutely kill you. It's, it's it, we're, we're at Hidden Valley at the weekend, and one of our one of our group had um, 25, and the rest of us won 200, and he was getting stomped over until he put his directional patch antenna on, and then he was absolutely fine. There was no issue whatsoever. Witchcraft. Ah, so yeah. maybe your antennas are just that good, Jack. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well, I, in any case, it's 25 milliwatt max with a video transmission. So just... I, I've got two, but technically one of them's Nico's. It's Has just... anyone seen the neon room? No. Oh. No. Is that a new PlayStation? No, that's where some <laughs> people from the public can go down and uh, fly as well, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Is it? Is now a good time to, as there is a bit of a lull in conversation, to mention about how we're going to be changing how Let's Drone On is broadcast in a few I weeks' time. It would be better to do it in advance of it happening than after. So. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> better tell yeah. them. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, to give everyone a, a bit of context, uh, the Thursday night show uh, it's obviously been uh, created very lovingly by Dom and Dane to promote... Uh, you may know Dom as the voice of doom from our uh, text feed. There we go. To promote and support up-and-coming radio presenters and musicians and all that sort of malarkey. And we've been very lucky to get an hour slot every week for them to just yabber on about what we do. Um, and in a few weeks' time... Uh, we're going to be releasing that slot back to them so they can actually keep all their audience. And we'll be taking our audience of people who like listening to people yabber on about stuff over to poweringon.co.uk. So that is where you will find us from then on. And you'll be able to carry on with the canvas and the chat and everything. But we'll be on there and we'll have some other hopefully interesting shows about talking about other similar sorts of things. So up uh, in the works, we've got 3D printing, coding, that sort of thing. That hopefully we'll have other people talking about 
in the evening. So if so other people want to get on and get in touch about that, how do they get in touch if they want to host a show on that as well? Can they? So they... if they're interested in hosting a show, then on poweringon.co.uk, there will be, or there is already a contact page, so they can contact us on poweringonradio at gmail.com. So if you're interested, or if you've got an idea that you think this has to be covered, find someone to cover it, then get your thoughts known at poweringonradio at gmail.com. Thank you. Look at Frank getting stuff done. Oh, Uh, yeah, I try. Producer Frank. (laughs) Hey. Um, Also, this is a shout out to Bradders. If my website isn't done by the end of the month, I'm breaking your legs. Is this, a, is this a shout out or a death threat? <laughs> Breaking. No, I didn't say I was going to kill him. I said I was going to injure him. What's your website going to be, Jack? Um, it is. Uh, what, what's the name of this show? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's drone out. drone out. I can't remember if that's .com or co.uk anymore because it doesn't work. And um, yeah, you better do Want it. Want me to do one? I am ace at websites. Uh, anyone, anyone him in charge he obviously gets distracted by what's in his van and, and, and it's, well now it's flying season as well by the way it's dot com um, but uh, now it's flying season time time he actually season. corrects me. just for continuity as well we've, we've sort of mixed up let's drone on and let's drone out yep uh, did I say let's drone on well both you and Frank really well, sometimes we do the drone on though don't we yeah I think that's yeah they're the golden episode it hasn't hasn't been changed like it hasn't you know it's not the same without tony let's moan the the show is called let's drone out but we drone on yeah i think we should have tagline away but it's all right because we're going to power up no power on powering on powering on uk. jack i think if um tony's listening we need to get him on for a guest show we need to have him back for a guest the point is when he's ready awesome thursdays He's like Superman. He's gone to his his solitude mountain of ice. Tony had said he was going to try and get on today because uh, he was going to, you know, encourage me into talking about the British FPV Racing Association Championship. Yeah, that I, he, he's been worried about and pushing for information on. So I I have been bothering Greer as it happens and trying to get all the information together. So. As people might not know, uh, British FPV Racing Association, or BFPVRA, they are running the qualifying events for the UK National um, Drone Racing. So Nationals last year, um, it will be, for this year, it will be determined by national rankings for pilots that have been racing in BFPVRA qualifying events um and so all the points that jack was talking about earlier and the points that tony's got if uh you sign up as a member of the bfpvra uh you'll be in the leaderboard and then that will decide whether or not you get into the national races as tom says too long uh too long do not read compete in the qualifying events get points based on your qualifying position um so the qualifying events at the moment we've had two so that was Whitechapel, and there was also thunder drone 
Um, Where was that, though? So is this a bit like the FIFA World Rankings? Yes, it's exactly like the FIFA World Rankings. Um, I'm on the page now. So they've got four events listed for the rest of this year. June 17th, Western Park Model Show. So is that... Uh, they're not all the not all the events that are listed on the website are qualifying events. Um, so anyone who's running an event, if they opt to try to become a qualifying event, they've then got to register up thirty two BFP VRA members in order to um, be able to be recognised as a qualifying event. Just so that you know you can't just have one person in the middle of nowhere winning all the points. Yeah. Um, so, but it, they haven't been announced yet. The next two, but they're probably going to be the two that are up there that are Western Park Model Air Show, eighteenth, nineteenth of June, and Queen's Cup Air Race, which is in Hampshire, thirtieth and thirty-first of July. Who's so I'll read out what Tom's um, put up on the on the chat. So about the northern events. Um, no, it's about compete, uh, competing qualifying events. Get points based on your qualifying position. At the end of the session, your top three scores go to the table. So um, that's season. Uh, yeah, that's season. pretty good. That's, yeah. that's a nice way of doing it. Okay. But yeah, so anyone who's interested in getting involved uh, in racing, then you need to sign up as a BFPVRA member and check on the websites on on their website. Uh, they've also got Facebook that's you know, facebook.com slash BFPVRA. And so that's also and a good one to sign Facebook up Facebook will also let you track down Thomas and uh, try and encourage him to give you an event near your location. He's well, currently that, trying to, trying to organise well, events in the north, including Oxford, which is apparently the north. Well, yeah, so... The, the Nationals came under a bit of fire last year, I believe, of not having a lot of uh, inclusion with the North. So rather than BFPVRA, still Greer, but as fpvleague.co.uk, are going to be organising an event in the North, wherever the North Go decides on. the North is. So yeah, the 25, isn't it? I think that's yeah. that's Oxford, idea is, Oxford is currently beating Manchester and Newcastle and the like. It's it's the what yeah. the gap services. So as soon as you get there, yeah. that's where they're gonna hold it. In Brighton everything's north. Probably around Manchester, Tom's saying. Yeah. So that that will be decided, but hopefully that will give people up north a chance to qualify. But the biggest problem that the BFPVRA is having at the moment is a lack of people able to organise events because, you know, the BFPVRA are trying to organise all how the Nationals is going to work and they're still working out those details. So those volunteers with their bits of time that they can spare, they're busy doing that. They don't have time to organise new events. So they need lots of people to uh, get their groups of people together, join as an affiliate club on BFPVRA and then that way they can support those clubs in organising their own qualifying events. So the BFPVRA can offer support for organising the safety and the, uh, give guidance for getting sponsorship and dealing with media and press coverage. And they can also help with on-the-day stuff, perhaps. So staff for marshalling, assistance with video frequency management and organizing the pilot registrations they're also offering 
to help out with equipment, so race gates, event tents, generators, that sort of thing, and helping with the video production from the events. But they need people that are actually able to sort of take that guidance and assistance and make it into an event. So if anyone's interested, that's what you need to do to get an event in your area is get a group of people together, make an affiliate club of the BFPVRA and organize an event. Phew. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to talk to Frank. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Now have a, have a glass of water, Frank. I, yes. I will have one. Yeah. <laughs> breathe, breathe. I can't believe how organized Frank is. I just can't. Somebody has to be. I could have a file of facts. And it still wouldn't be as organized yeah, as Frank. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, what about Can Wales, Greer? You know, you know, like there's Wales. What, what about uh, there? That's off I've to the left. Never seen an event organized in Wales. I, I think that's because it's, it's a perfect place for it. Racist yeah. Scottish person. Well, actually, in Wales, they do get a lot of low-flying uh, military aircraft. Yeah, <laughs> there's the big low-flying area. Is it all of Wales, or is that just... Um, well, it's predominantly... It's the parts yeah, of Wales Wales that people live in, I believe. The nice countryside. You might want to have a race in. <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah. There's, like, the north where no one lives. There's the south <laughs> where either <laughs> there is cities or there there is... Uh, the, the actual low-flying areas, so it's a bit of a problem. Uh, Frank, I don't know if you've been following the news, but certain parliamentary members have been suspended for saying saying such divisive things recently into what's your membership. millions and millions of people do live in the north. Yeah, exactly. Frank is very worried. Then. North of <laughs> Wales, I mean. Yeah. Oh, no, that doesn't there, make no. it a lot better. But... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a JCB to dig your hole in deeper? Is it, are you saying nobody lives there or just nobody worth speaking of? Oh, that's no, I just that's mean that not enough people, yeah, not enough people live in the north of Wales and fly drones in you know racing ways. So. Oh God, yeah, there haven't been a lot of. Can you stop there. picking on Frank because, like, he's the only one, one who's he's got. He's the only one talking, done. so he's the only one I can pick on. No, oh my but God. But I can pick on you, Jack. <laughs> uh, no, we know where that happened. <laughs> Don't I get so, my tricopter out again? That's all right. So, um, any, anybody out there got some spare Kiss ESCs? I really need some. <laughs> Every Why, week. What have you Every done? Week. I've been on for three weeks. Come on. <laughs> What have you done to that poor thing? Nothing, nothing. It's fine. I just need spares. What, what happened to the damages? Are you just hoarding stuff? No, that's that's Adam's job. Um, no, no, no. Generally, I think there's a there's a huge shortage at the moment. I'm, I've the last three week, last two weeks, sorry, I've just been absolutely incredible flying flying with this this new stuff, um, and I'm just living in fear of breaking it and not being able to fly again because I, I can't go back. I can't go back now. It's, that's but, it. Okay, uh, listeners, send him easy. all your KISS ESCs. Yeah, um, yeah, In a related now. note, I've got far fewer gold bars than I need or <laughs> massive suitcases of money. So, you know, feel free. I suppose that comes down to what you're wanting to fly, isn't it? And do you want it to end up in one piece because it's, A, hard to fix, it's more expensive or anything? And that's why I think I like having one that I don't mind if it tumbles when it comes down too low. You know, and I suppose... That's the price of having a nice setup with rare bits. Yeah, it it it, it is. But um, okay, I went flying a couple of weekends ago with a friend who 
is was curious about the flight controller and the ESCs, and he 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 does fly rate, but he still likes to flick the horizon button to get himself out of trouble. Yeah. Um, Chris Weston and um, uh, we've been we've been hounding him to fly rate, and uh, got towards Chris, the end of the Chris day. Chris doesn't fly rate. No, uh, oh, <laughs> here we go. He doesn't fly rate, mate. No, he, he, he does, but sparingly, I would say. Oh, oh um, but, um, Chris. It was interesting watching, watching him fly fly the quad. Um, it, even he, he sort of got the, the, the locked-in feel and didn't feel any need to, to fall back onto any horizon. And he was so impressed with it, he, he went out and ordered two flight controllers off the bat and just waiting for wow. the ESCs now. So... I think it's quite telling. Um, I think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hugely experienced rate pilot. I'll be the first to admit, but it's, it's, as a sort of relative newbie in that field, um, I get a lot of reassurance flying this. I, I've noticed a difference, uh, just with the precision. You know, I point it and it yeah. goes where I want, and I, that, that, a lot of that's down to tuning. But flying this off stock pits, it just seems to work out of the box. Um, I'm very happy with that experience. So, yeah, I'm, I'm desperate to start collecting more bits of spares because I, I really don't think I want to head back down the clean flight route again. I suppose Traitor. the Sorry. Like, uh, that I've noticed recently is I've chosen to just fly whatever wind is there as long as I can fly. Mm. Um, and that offsets any sometimes locked-in feeling because I figured, well, I just want to be able to fly... And in the past, coming from planes, I used to choose nice days where it was calm. And but I'm kind of trying to get out of that mentality flying right because the UK is never not windy, unless you want to get up at a stupid clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh. Well, good luck in finding the ESCs. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nine days, remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, it'll. It'll. I'm. I'm sure it'll be all right. But. Um... Sorry. Do you have less than four now? No, I've only got four. Yeah, I've okay, only so got you, four. You're just going to have to be super careful. Did you break yeah. And don't let Jack anywhere near them. Not even. He will set fire to them. He, they will just set on fire. Self, you know, self-combust. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but I thought, Jack, your motto was don't catch on fire. Don't be on yeah, fire. Don't be yeah, on his fire. motto is that, but he learned that the hard way. That's the thing. The trouble is, everything else around him does burn. Oh. Yeah. I'm on always be He's on like fire. He's like the girl off of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I see. Which one? <laughs> Oh. The one who doesn't burn in fire. Is that the really blonde one? Yeah, Tygen. <laughs> <laughs> I've. I'd like to point out I've read more Game on Thrones than Game of Thrones books. <laughs> I just like to point yeah. that out. Right, last few minutes. Any anything else you want to cover? Can I guys? give a shout out to uh, the people of Takeoff RC who I met at Newcastle? Uh, make a fair last week, so they're, they're part of the or a spin off of the Newcastle Hacks base, and they were off some pretty interesting stuff. Um, why, so, John Davis and everyone else there. Why, why am I a spin off? So, well, a bit like London Aerospace is a spin off of the London Hacks base. It's you know, there's the Hacks base, and then there's the group of people, then I guess meet up and go fly stuff somewhere else. Can, so, can, you go to EMF uh, camp then, uh, Frank? I am going to EMF camp. Yeah. What's, what's that? Yeah, nice? I'm looking forward to that. It's beginning of August, I think. Yeah, August bank holiday, I think. Mm. Yeah. Have you been before? Yeah. I have not been before. 
So I, sold I am looking first. forward to my first one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something for PoweringOn.com. What, what is it talking in code. What is it? Um, EMF Camp is a collection of geeks, hackspaces, uh, artists, engineers. Kind of like, yeah, that turn up and you get wireless internet or, or wired internet to your tent, electric hookup to your tent, and basically it's a, a festival for geeks. <laughs> so somewhere between Glastonbury and South by Southwest, but without all the people making millions. Um, I think the first year they had too much beer, so they're giving it away. The second year they didn't have enough beer, so this is the third. So they might have the right amount of beer this time. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they've sold okay. out, but they're going to release more tickets at some point. Uh... I can't oh. think what else is going on. I've almost finished my kiss, Alien. Almost. Oh, I've got one more ESC to put on the board. For some reason, mine wasn't working. Ed sent me the link to. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, this is this is safe. A lot, of, a lot of people are reporting fail-safe issues with the flight controllers at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't investigated it enough, but uh, mine's working. And I'm running the firmware update that's available on RC Groups, which is version 25. I'll post that in the chat if anyone's uh, got KISS problems. Um, so, Jack, you've got that problem as well at the moment, have you? I don't know. Adam has. Yeah, like that with his old uh, what is it? Um, Gravity One Eighty, I think. I took a photo of it. I've put it up. Guess what, people? I have got an Instagram. If you, oh, really? Yeah. If you'd no, like to have what? a look at my Instagram, does it, it have is, the same photos that was on your Facebook profile from a long, 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 long time ago? No, bright until I fly on Insta, Instagram. Are you mocking it? me about my past, Jay? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Is it what, what's you your Instagram? fancy me in makeup? Um, yeah, it was it was very interesting. That's all I'll say. I think Adam might want to see it. Jack the cat. Show it to me. <laughs> no, none of that. Stop bullying, bullying. Four minutes. <laughs> We've missed you. You're only coming in at the last minute now. So. Oh no. Are we um, are we going to take the last few moments to remind people about what they should be doing Saturday week? Checking their fail safe, bringing 25 milliwatt transmitters, yes. yep. making sure they're the right channels, being considerate and nice and picking up litter and mucking in and helping out. Fab, you need to keep a load of 25 milliwatts on the shelf for a few of us on the radio and out in this land. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for those of us who, or for those of you out there who don't actually live near Brighton and can't get here for some reason, um, check for other international drone day events in your area. Yes, very true. In America yeah. and everything, yeah. They're all over the world, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand there are people in America and, and all of these other countries that we discovered. <laughs> and they just they don't talk to us anymore. I don't blame them, really. Reason. Didn't we, uh, Jay, didn't we get a mention on something? You were being interviewed for... Yeah, the drone radio show. Um, they've been here in a... Let's try it out, so... Yeah, I, you know what? I'm, if anyone's listening now, get in touch. We'd, we'd love to know how far we're getting out to this world. Yeah. What's the drone radio show? Well, the thing is, we don't have a website at the moment, so we kind of need that, and we need some new other bits. But yeah, I need uh, a radio show, isn't that right, Bradders? Sorry, sorry, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a sore subject. <laughs> well, let's have a little chat about that after. Yeah. All right. I've I've got a kiss board here for you, Bradders. That the, the failsafe may or may not work, but uh, <laughs> it's here for you. Just uh, maybe think about the website. Could you fit a tiny little bit of pyro on that board? 
<laughs> don't encourage him, man. Don't encourage him. Uh, and and um, will happen if you press the big red button. Yeah. And I think we're all glad that um, the Times and that did say that... Uh, it was a plastic bag. Plastic bag. And the BBC admitted it. Well done, Frank, for finding that article that was deeply buried. That was hilarious. Thank you. So um, we're, we, one thing we have to be mindful of tonight is because we've got quite a special night of patrons yep, yep. tonight. I was about go. to point out the uh, clock is less, it's down to less, less than a minute to the end. Right. Eight seconds left. So I hope, uh, Doom, you're, if you're listening out there, you're set to go. You've been listening to Adam, Jay, uh, yeah, Frank or Andrew... Jay, Jack, and you've been listening or tuned in or bound to Let's Drone Out. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Don't forget, this podcast is sponsored by Radio C, number one for all your drone-related needs. Pay them a visit at radioc.co.uk and use the promo code LDO for 5% off your order and free shipping on orders over £80.